0: Being in a position of leadership is one thing, but taking set position during Chaos Storm is a whole other feeling. What's it like to be the top dog in the hot seat? This is Tag, your It. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. Like, oh, hey, man, you're taking over. You got this. Uh, it's good to see you here. I'm glad you showed up, uh, especially like on a deployment, right? Mm hmm. Like the helos landed. The guys getting off the healers look like, all fresh fresh faced, starry-eyed, looking forward to it, and you're kind of all beat down. They just kind of high five and like, "Is there anything I need to know? Anything important you need to really want to me?" "Nah, man, everything's everything's ticking like a clock. You got it. Take care." And then you show up and it looks like a bomb exploded in there. Nothing's <laughs> nothing's working right. There's two guys fighting in the corner of the hangar. There's dogs chewing on a bone, chewing on some old aircraft parts in the corner. Looks like a blown-out war zone, you know?
2: <laughs> pretty much,
1: pretty much, pretty it. much. Oh my God! He said everything was working fine. What's his definition of working fine,
0: <laughs> right? Uh, I feel our expectations need to be a little bit higher than what you just explained. <laughs> yeah,
1: I guess if your uh, definition of working is that all personnel involved are still alive, then okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> even even that has its own share of its definitions. Say, like, like the the house is standing, but everything else doesn't work. <laughs>
1: Yeah, what was that meme? It was a vending machine? It says, "The light in me has died, but I still work." And it just said, "Me too, vending machine, <laughs> <Yes>. me too."
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> me too, machine, me too.
1: <laughs> but but, <laughs> but that's exactly kind of how it is, right? So, uh, and, and from my own personal experience, recently I've I've taken over um manager's position within my within my department. And so I got a little bit of a turnover from the outgoing, the uh, outgoing guy. And, um, you know, he gave me a heads up on certain things and kind of what to look out for day to day, which was nice. But then then like my second week into it, all of a sudden an auditor group shows up I'm like, hey, um, how are you guys doing? Is there a or uh, an MVP here? <laughs> Say yeah, I'm him. Oh, okay, great. We're here to audit you and uh, look at all your processes and make sure how you guys are tracking things properly. And we're going to look at X, Y, and Z. They had a whole list of stuff. And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> what? Like, did you not know we were coming? No, not at all. Oh, well, we're here now. So let's get into it. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> like, can we just reschedule? I mean, like, I wasn't ready.
1: <laughs> no, no. Yeah. No. So, so it's kind of one of those things where, where, now, now you're in the hot seat and you're like, oh my God, uh, I'm still trying to learn the position. Uh, I still, am still trying to learn the HR side of things. I'm still trying to learn all of it. Right. And, uh, and then also dealing with an audit. Now I was very fortunate. The outgoing guy had his, had his stuff together, so they didn't find not one discrepancy, maybe dumb stuff like, oh, little fuzz under the stairs type write-ups, but eh, I'll take those. I don't, I don't care about those write-ups. You know what I mean? But as for processes and 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 tracking items and and uh, everything else that goes in with mission assurance, they didn't find any any gripes this time. So I was very fortunate that I I, I did take over a pretty pretty well oiled machine. But it's just the fact that 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 lack of information, right? Like, oh God, was I supposed to do something for this? You know, um, that that was the hot seat where I was like, oh no, 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 I can feel the burn.
0: Ooh see myself I've had the exact opposite of that so I we're in the middle of an inspection it's ongoing we knew the inspection was happening and they get to this one department and there's no no person in charge period so the people working they just basically went leaderless (laughs) during the whole time the inspection's going on and then the day they do the that inspection for that department my boss's boss comes by like hey tapsy do 6 you're now the boss of this section like uh what <laughs> excuse me yeah. hey, i i think you i think you're mixing me up with another 6 his his 6 starts with a y mine starts with an i so <laughs> and and so here i am like fresh new role here's my new letter saying i'm the man and everything like that Nothing else uh, about it has been updated to include the inspectors. (laughs) So I go over there. I introduce myself. Hey, I'm the new boss for this department. Like, uh, just let me know uh, what you guys need. And oh, by the way, like, I literally just took this over. So any type of inspections, we got to take this as like a learning curve. And a light bulb goes in their head and they just start smashing bags. They start blaming me for everything, everything. This... This program is not up to code. This program over here is not within spec. This one is, I don't even know how to describe this one. And they're just tagging me, tagging me. I'm like, I I just told you literally five seconds ago, like I'm the new guy and I have no idea what's going on. So why are we, why are you guys like just blaming me as if this was entirely my fault? Like, I I don't understand. And I can see like they have like this giddy look in their face, like yeah, I'm gonna get you for this one. I'm oh, I'm also gonna get you for this one. Like, what the hell, dude?
1: Like, yeah, those guys must have just been dicks out the gate, though, as, as individuals, you know. Because most people are like oh, okay, here's we he's, he's new here. It's he's only been here a week. He's still trying to you know figure out who's who and what's what and where they're at with this with this process and and all that. But instead, they're like oh, this is an opportunity to where we can shine by finding all these anomalies, you know right and you're the one who has to answer for him like it was the last guy i hit
0: them up you know yeah and that's what i kept saying like i mean i have no idea what is going on but i can i can get the guy who was in charge before me to answer for a lot of this shit and it's like oh no that's fine so i'm like calling this dude hey man uh they're looking for this i have no idea where it's at like do you know where it is and he just straight up tells me like yeah i never do that shit no one actually looks at that like well, they're looking at well, it they now. Are now. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking at it now. So what have you done with it? And where, where is it? I'm like, like that doesn't exist. No one actually looks for that. Like,
1: Oh, oh my favorite thing. I kind of went through something like that too. And they're like, it's in the SharePoint. Well, that's fantastic. There's no less than 5,000 items under the SharePoint. So could you narrow it down to a specific folder, subsection for me? <laughs> give me, give me right? an idea. Cause I've looked in all the areas that I, well, I would have thought it would have been. And then and then they give, hit you with that. Oh, you know what? I think I had that saved in my
0: on my desktop.
1: Oh my god!
0: Well, thanks. Yeah, thank you. So I had to actually had one where like that. We're like, yeah, it's in the SharePoint. Like, okay. And so I pull, I go to that SharePoint and I pull it up, and it's empty. Wait, like, <laughs> and it says last updated like a year ago. Like, oh my god. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you yeah, know you go in there and everything's misdated mislabeled because they obviously just didn't care what they were doing or it's like missing right so like for for mission assurance you know we have to do so many audits and inspections a month and um and we look at certain items within those documents and and so but then you go so and there's supposed to be like a schedule right on january you look at this february you look at this and it's just annual cycles right like that but you go in there and you're like, okay, somebody asked you high in the chain. Hey, can you give me, um, can you give me the data on the pass rates and all that from the February inspection? You go in there and you know February inspection of 2018. You go in there and there's 2017, no 2018, 2019. You're like, well, where's the 2018 at? You know, <laughs> and so you're trying to find it. Like of all the ones that they wanted, that's the one I don't have. And then you finally reach, like you said, you reach out to the to the person in charge before, and you're like, oh yeah, I think we. I think we skipped it, but I can't remember why we skipped it. Okay, well, the <laughs> auditors want to know where it's at, so if you can give me any answer. Lie to me if you want. I don't care at this point. I just need something to give them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. That's that's that, that. was our paper shredding session where we had to get rid of evidence. So, uh, you he you didn't hear this from me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> yeah. So like the inspections going on, it's already terrible. Because I mean. And then, and then all the guys there, they're seeing me like having like this internal implosion because I'm trying to answer for shit. I have no idea what the hell they are. I don't know what, uh, directives are governed that program. I don't know, like all the inspection points for that program. I'm like, it's one thing to actually do the work. It's another thing to control the work. If anyone's out there that can relate, like it's. It's easy to say, like, okay, yeah, I shadowed toolboxes because, you know, that's the cool thing to do. But to be the one in charge of making sure that said toolboxes are shadowed and why they are like that, it's a totally different world. And just getting all that stuff, like, smashed in your face, I'm like, oh, my fucking God, man, like, can you cut me just a, a tidbit of slack? And so the inspection team that that was doing it, they, they have, like, three grades and I'm pretty sure almost every audit has a similar grading system where like they say it's on track. It's doing what it's supposed to do. it It's on track, but it needs a little bit of work. And then there's like off track as fuck. Like you guys are lucky to even still be working yeah. with a job here. Derailed. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, kind of thing. And they say it in a nicer way than how I said it. But for in general, it's this, it's a similar grading system. So they would have off-tracked me the whole the whole way through. And I had every right to because I had no fucking clue what was going on. We had no records of just about anything. And the records we did have was just absolute trash. So the, instead, they just gave me like the... They said off-track, but we understand. Kind of like off-track with an asterisk. but
1: Yeah, off-track, but we know the reason why it is type thing.
0: Yeah. It's like, well, this, this dude literally just came in like today. And he had to answer for literally everything, so that was nice. But, but from what the the auditor said to what the senior level management understood was a totally different thing. So they all they saw was off track. They didn't see the tiny mm-hmm. asterisk, and they just started blaming me, like, "How dare you fail this place?" And does it like, time the fuck out, <laughs> time yeah. out. Hold on, hold on. You put me in the seat, literally, as the plane's crashing. (laughs) You can't blame the pilot (laughs) when it's already crashing.
1: You said, save me. I came to save you. And as soon as I showed up, you pulled pulled your parachute and and, and bailed.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's literally how it felt. Like, wow, dude, like, what did I just get myself into? Right, Because whenever you hear something like, hey, you're going to be the person in charge, you're going to be the crew chief, you're going to be the manager, well, whatever the title is that actually gives you a a seat of influence, you start feeling good about yourself like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then they put you in the middle of a fire as it's burning. Like, um, oh, okay. Like that one meme with the dog and everything's burning around. He's just sipping his coffee like, this is fine. This is fine. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: So another, another part of it, right? We had... uh mentioned hot seat. so so i think within my first three days of getting into the position um i get a uh master sergeant after one of our morning meetings say hey uh come to my office i need to discuss something with you so uh we were talking about a uh we had an aircraft that was impounded probably a month prior to that that uh, conversation and so he's he, you know, once we're done, we send them the whole, all the reports of findings and what the resolution was and the nice PowerPoint and all this kind of stuff and all the supporting documentation that we use to, uh, if we had to get engineering, you know, memos or whatever to, um, get repair instructions and all that. We have to provide all that stuff in, in the, to the customer. So, so he, he's sitting here talking, he says like, Hey, we were going through the, uh, impound stuff and, um, man there's some anomalies here um what the powerpoint saying was the resolution is to what the aircraft logbook is saying is two different things and that also doesn't match the engineering direction given to repair said item and i'm like and they're like so either somebody's lying to us or there's just a miscommunication but i'll leave that to you to figure out because oh it was either um no excuse me it was it was either some they, th- they thought either us or, you know, the company was lying to them that, and that we were trying to hide um, maybe a mishap that, that one of the technicians would have done or two, it was miscommunication, which I am everything that I've researched so, so far, looks like it was just miscommunication within the maintenance realm or three, that the repair instructions were, half-assed written and then the technicians followed that but it induced a problem right and so the customer is leaning towards that it was half-assed instructions so they were trying to that's what they wanted me to to research and see if they could narrow down because they want to then go to the engineering realm and say you guys suck do better type thing but i have to find that out first and like and uh just so you know if uh if we find out it's a uh a mishap or whatever he goes. You know, it might be a car. He goes, I'm leaving it in your hands to fix right now. But he goes, I want an answer. I'm like, Oh my God. And I wasn't even involved with that impound, you know, I wasn't even around. And I'm like, Oh my God, I gotta try to figure out and piece things together from an aircraft that's not even here at this location. Like (laughs) it's just a it's nightmare. And so after the end of that conversation, what I was getting to, the end of that conversation goes, Welcome to the hot seat. This is what you get when you're the man. And I was like, fucking great. Thank thank you, sir. And then I just got up and left. (laughs) it's like okay
0: thanks (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so actually I was talking to one of our listeners uh, just before this and I said hey have you ever had an issue like what we're talking about with the hot seat and he goes oh yeah all the time man Um, it's such a common thing in, in I guess certain parts of the commercial airline realm that they nickname this action as the upgrade Right? Instead of the hot seat, they call it the upgrade. So mm-hmm. they come through an inspection. <clears throat> Excuse me. the The lead mechanic or the lead supervisor or the lead whatever is not there, or for whatever reason. So they would air quote upgrade somebody that has some kind of intelligence. and like okay, today and today only you are the guy on the hot seat. I'm like ah uh, cool, I guess. So. Imagine just, like it,
1: Well is that do they do that just because the head honcho is not there and they need a body to to fill the seat for the day, or is they do they use it as like, hey, let's take the new guys, put them in this position so they can get a little experience, a little OJT. Because there's a little bit of a difference, right? If somebody's being put in there for a training purposes, okay, but if it's one of those like uh, none of us wanna do it and the guy who usually does it isn't here, so we all voted to have you do it.
0: Yeah, I think it's a bit more of the second one. So (laughs) (laughs) I
1: I figured as much just because all shops are kind of that way. But I was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt.
0: Right. And I and I can understand that. So like you were saying this stuff like, wow, so this is pretty widespread. (laughs) Tag, you're it. Ah, thanks.
2: (laughs) And you you pretty much
0: have to you, you pretty much have to know the full scope of everything, even though that's not where your realm of awareness is at. And then you gotta answer for like way back when stuff went. And so they now you just do like the like the the nodding, the the involuntary head nod, like you're like you're deaf, but you're just pretending to understand, like yes, yes,
1: yes, okay, <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. I, I know what you're saying.
0: Or what's that one episode of Rick and Morty where um like Jerry's in a time loop? And he, or he's in a simulation, and that's all they say. He's like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah. Like they just glitch for like three seconds. Yes, and, and, and Jerry thinks he's actually being rewarded. <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: my gosh.
1: Um. Yeah. So so with that being put in the hot seat, right? That can suck, especially when when turnovers and pass downs and are everything. Especially if you're, and some you know, especially if you're taking on a newer role with with more responsibility. Now I know not all situations allow for that, and they don't plan for that. In some instances, the person ahead of you just quit because they had had enough, and so so you're drinking from a fire hose with the information. Now that wasn't my case, fortunately, but um, there was still a time crunch. There wasn't as much um, wasn't as much of a turnover as I'd have liked. I'd like to work with that individual and follow them around day to day and done hands on with the reports and, and kind of learning where things are at. Um, but to it, uh, just being thrown in the seat is trial by fire. And it kind of, it's either sink or swim. And, and in some cases, I guess it's also good because you just have to figure it out, but you figure it out your way. You know what I mean? Yes. You're not taking somebody else's process and like, okay, this is how they've done it and it was working. So I'm doing it that way you don't really know why you're doing it that way. That's just the way you were shown. Mm-hmm. And so, but, but having to figure it out on the fly almost, almost makes you, and then you don't forget, right? You see, you had to figure it out. So, and that was a stressful situation. So now it's like in, ingrained in you to, to do it this way and that way. Cause it's streamlined and you got the information faster and everything else.
0: But I guess there are some positives to it. Right. And that's like what you would call creating an opportunity from a crisis, <clears throat> right? So, like mm-hmm. you were, you, 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 like you were just saying, like, so now you, you pretty much had to inv- not invent the process, but you had to make the process understandable to you, and at least you have a a very good grasp of how it should be ran, like what it's actually asking you to do, and then how you can actually apply it to work out for you, and exactly that we would have, I would have so many processes in mind and I had no idea what they're for or why we do it that way. Other than this is how we've always done it.
1: <laughs> yeah. The first guy wrote, wrote it up that way and then trained the next guy that way. And the next guy that way and the next guy and so on down the line and nobody ever bothered to, to reinvent the wheel because why waste the time? If there's a process there and it already works, you just, but if nobody explains that to you, you might've just subconsciously found a streamlined, way to get the same end result you know what I mean
0: yes and what I hate about all that is like say you you've uh you've put out the fire you waited the storm you've figured out how to do what's being asked of you and you streamline the process in a way that's to your understanding and somewhere either lateral management vertical management or somebody to that effect they somehow hate your process because it it's too it's too streamlined or it's not into the cookie cutter shape that they expected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Oh, you can't, you can't do it that way. That's not how our process works. Like, yeah, but I'm doing what the main objective is asking me to do. And there's, and there's, can, there's no clear cut way of saying how it should be done. So I'm just bridging well, that's the gap. the thing gap.
1: though, right? They say it's not the way they like to see it. And you're like, but you're not the, you're not the one doing the, you're not the one doing the process. So they, they basically, um, Hey, I want it to look a certain way. I'm not the one doing the work, but I want it to look a certain way. And like you said, it doesn't follow our process. Well, I'm doing it this way because we don't have a process in place. So I'm creating one. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. but like, but I don't like the layout of it. Can you change this to this and that? No, I'm going to do it this way. And when I send <laughs> oh it to you, God. you can modify it however you want for whoever you send it to. But this is how it's going to come
0: for me. Right. Oh my God. I used to hate that to the highest of degrees like like well i don't like well i didn't i don't want to prove it's not how i would have done it like well that's cool but you're not the one down here to get all this information and, com- and compile it and m- translate it so you're just getting the end product and it's easy for you to critique when you already have the answers to the test
1: right yeah you didn't have to put any effort into it i don't know but like I said, being, being in the hot seat like that, or getting the, getting the old tag, you're it good luck. Um, it, it makes you, it makes you have to while initially it, it kind of sucks it in the long run. When you look back, you're like, eh, it sucked initially. But once I figured it out now, now it's easy for me cause I figured out my way and I do it this way because it makes sense to me. And another thing I've started doing since getting into this is we were talking about no processes, right. Is, is I've started also, Um, writing down where certain things are located, uh, where we put things, why we certain do things a certain way and what information has got to go where. So let's just say for some reason, um, I get ill, right? We got this whole Delta variant coming out and I get ill and, and I'm going to be out of work for a little while. At least I have instructions there for, for even my boss, cause my boss will probably have to also do his job and then step back and do mine as well. So at least he'll have an understanding of the day in and day out grind and where that information's at. And also right. for like, I have a, I have a, my right hand man. Um, he's me when I'm not around. So, so that instruction is there for him too. And he's really awesome. Like I I'm learning probably more from him than he is actually learning from me. He, he's fantastic, but, just those kind of things like hey i created this over here so we could start tracking this and this and that so if somebody asks a question i've compiled this data in this location um just trying to organize things so situations don't happen like what happened to you when you took over the shop in the middle of an inspection
0: yeah Jorlena, i'm i'm sure you had some situations like this where like you're you're only covering this area of awareness and then all of a sudden here data dump now you got everything
2: ah uh, oh i've i've got at least one story um, that touches on, I think, everything we've talked about today. So, uh, a company I was working for, I started off as an intern there in the shop, just doing shop stuff. Um, so, prepping, de prepping gear, maintaining gear, stuff like that. Um, I was working two jobs at the time, and they said, Hey, and you know, I've got an opportunity for you to just work for us full time but it's not in productions and it's not in the shop. It's as an estimator for our install jobs. And so I was like, yeah, sure. I'd love to just work one place full time. And at the time, I think I was making like 15 bucks an hour. And, um, I was like, yeah, cool. That, that works for me. It's less of a commute. So I did that for like a year and a half. That alone was a pain. Um, I won't get into that, but then a year and a half later, you know, I haven't hardly done any production gigs during this time. Even at the time that I entered this new position, you know, I was pretty I was very low man on the totem pole. Like I I was just kind of getting my my bearings on being an audio guy. And then I got stuck in an office for a year and a half. And then they were like, hey, we need somebody to crew chief this, you know, for this venue, which was our biggest client uh, at the time. And it was audio, video, lighting, everything. Um, and me being desperate to get back into productions was like, fuck, yeah, let's do it, whatever. And I'd seen how kind of some of the shows had gone and realized kind of where some improvements could be made, but I didn't realize how deep the problems were. And so like the first day showed up and there were no trust bolts. And like the very first thing you do when you get on site is put together truss. And if you don't have trust bolts, you can't do that. So, because on the prep sheet, uh, trust bolts weren't on there. So the shop didn't prep them. This venue is two and a half hours away from our shop, one way. Um, So, luckily, we had a, a company down south that we just rented from for that. But uh, it was just like one thing after another. Somebody got electrocuted. Like it was just all of these things on my very first crew chiefing gig. And, uh, it was it was not a good time and on top of that at the time they were like throwing audio stuff with video stuff and all that stuff with lighting stuff so like there was no system as far as like separating anything and like so like to locate literally anything took forever and it was it was a it was a mess um so what i ended up doing is i ended up like creating a color coordinating system like yellow is video green is lighting and 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 orange tape is uh is audio you know so that you can at least easily identify like cool this is an audio case but it took some it took some time uh, and that venue got better but uh, and then I was like I, it's it's working it's working to a point where I don't want to I don't want to be the crew chief guy I want to go back to being the audio guy and then they put somebody in that seat in the crew chief seat that that uh, would realize that I knew more about the venue or more about crew chiefing in that room than they did. And they would leave in the middle of a show or like in the middle of a load in or a load out and not be available. So that would mean that I would have to, as the audio guy crew chief, the show. And, uh, that was always very frustrating, which led to me leaving.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that sucks it's, it's, when you le- listen to those things and it just makes me think back to even taking over what I've just done or, or not really what I just done, but like past overseas assignments, you know, somebody has been there nine, 10 months straight and has just ran it into the dirt. And then they're but they're like, ah, I'm going home. I don't give a shit. And then you got to come in and try to make it work for you because it's just, it's not working and it wasn't really working that well. And the customer is starting to notice. So they're getting upset. So now they're, they're looking to you for quick resolution being the new person in there. And you're like, Oh my God. So, but you made it work and now you know how to crew chief the right way. And you know what things to look at ahead of time before you ever even leave shop. And you know what I mean? It's one of those kind of get, you get burned once, but, but you learn from it. And uh, I've had a few of those instances over my career for sure.
2: Yeah. I've definitely not been burned in the same way regarding like, stuff being prepped at the shop uh like that ever again like I've never forgotten trust bolts since uh I've never yeah. you yeah. know all that kind of stuff
1: and even if you're not the one crew chiefing you're the one you're still asking the crew chief hey we we got them trust bolts though mm. you know, you know what I mean it's just it's one of those things yeah. that just cuz it, it destroyed it destroyed your your day and the first time doing it so it's it's just you'll never forget it
2: i mean yeah it, it cost us like 5 hours and uh, like 14 people on the clock, five hours. Like Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. Jeez. like that one mistake cost us a lot of time. You, you know what I noticed,
0: MVP, when as we're talking about it, like um uh, someone is ready to leave, he just doesn't care anymore, and then here's the new guy coming through, and then everyone's expecting solutions. Uh, whenever you get put into the hot seat, or now the new term I'm starting to use a lot is the upgrade, is they tend to both the people who are going through it and the ones who are overseeing the problem, they tend to oversimplify the problem. Right. They just say, Oh, Hey, here's a, there's a gap in this. We need you to fix it. Cool. Yeah. They don't give you the full in-depth details,
1: the entire situation. They just make it seem like it's a a little scratch in the surface. And really it's a deep gouge.
0: Yeah. Like, like in shorelands case, right? Like, Oh, they, you know, they just forgot here's and there's. And then you go down and really look into it. Like, Oh
1: they forgot half the kit <laughs> half the kit we need.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's also, you know, the reason that I was put in the crew chief position in the first place. It's because the person that was doing it before said no. And he's like, I'm not doing this again. And I refuse to work in this venue because you guys can't get your shit together. And he stopped working there. Oh, and wow. and, yeah, and like I was getting why. paid fifteen dollars an hour to go crew chief and be in charge of people that were making two to three times as much as I was.
1: That sounds like so many places I've worked where Uh the minute somebody gets themselves into an upgrade spot, they go hands off and then they delegate everything that they should be doing down to the next guy when they should be themselves overseeing that and making the guy below right below them's life a little easier. And in turn, that guy below them works harder. So nothing goes up and makes the upgraded guys job harder. You get what I'm saying? Like you got to work in Mm -hmm. tandem, but there's so many people that get themselves in a supervisory role or a manager role and they go, hands off. It's not my problem. No more. You guys take care of that.
2: For sure. Well, and it's also hard because in that situation, like the salesman for the show, who was really the only person that was ahead of the crew chief is also one of the owners of the company. So it's like, how are you going to sit there and tell him he's, you know, not doing it right.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, and, and, and it's hard to tell the owners that you're not doing it right, but like in, yours mine and six's situation uh we've all voted with our feet we only put up with it for so long until we tell them like you're fuck, you're fucked up but we tell them that by i don't want to work here anymore yeah yeah and they're like what well, what's wrong i thought everything was cool and like everything's not
2: cool yeah exactly yeah and 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 then they wonder like oh well what what could we have done different how could we have made you happier like you could have not fucked me every weekend for the last two and a half years. That'd have been great. Yeah. You know, or yeah. like, like respond to my inputs. Yeah. You know,
0: respond to my inputs when I actively engage with you. When you, when you ask me those day to day, week to week things, like what's wrong with this? Oh, Hey, we got this gap here. Oh, well, you know, that, that's, that's inherent. That's natural. That's good. That's supposed to be there. Like, no, it's not.
2: Don't no, it's be not. a. Yeah, don't be a a dump truck full of marbles and give me a, a, you know, five ounce trash bag, please. That'd be great. Um, That's a good one. Right.
0: (laughs) Uh, That'd be a great start, you know, just like, give me a a, a timely response when I ask for stuff, you know, Uh, a a yes, no, a fuck you even, just something. (laughs) Not like two weeks after the fact when it's already done past. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I mean, oftentimes we've made it work, right? But but the same people who moved to those upgrade positions, they were just in your shoes and you're like, cool. They understand. They know the headaches, but then they, they decided to go hands off. and They're like, Hey, you know, you understand this. Help me out. And they're like, nah, nah, we're good fam. Make it work. Make it work. Cause I don't want to do anything extra. And you're like, that's not what this was. This wasn't supposed to be this way. You were supposed to, you were, you were the chosen one. You know what I mean? <laughs> you were the chosen <laughs> one.
0: hey <laughs> betrayal <laughs> such betrayal <laughs>
1: as i'm as i'm falling into a pit of lava you know what i mean it's just yeah. uh it's not what it was supposed to happen but it's unfortunate and like you say listen to my inputs give me give me feedback like even like six said even if it's negative feedback at least i got something out of here and i, and I kind of know where know where i stand at that point because if i'm getting negative feedback from when i'm trying to make things better for that individual's company Dude, if you don't want to help me help you make your company better, then why do I care? Right, right, and that happens more often than it should.
0: Ooh, man, that was that was very heavy. (laughs) That was. I'm I'm starting to get like the backlash again. Like,
2: (laughs) yeah, I was I was having little PTSD episodes while you guys were talking. That's why I was staring off into space. It's just like, (laughs) oh yeah, this same story relates to everything we're talking about right now. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I I, and from my my end of it the story the my story could be a little bit better if I could actually go into detail on specific things with it. But that information I can't discuss too much in depth. I can just give, give kind of a general overview,
2: but man, yeah, I'm sitting
1: here thinking about it as well. Like, God, I should have looked at that and said this and done this and been there for that.
2: And it just know. makes me go, Oh man, I should have left then. <laughs> well that goes into
1: that goes into right you bring up things and you're like hey we could do this to make this better and like oh my god you're always complaining i'm like but i'm not complaining but well, you're always coming to my office and saying we should fix things and change things but if i'm always coming like you're the only one that does that and I'm like because nobody else cares i care but they yeah. don't see it as caring they hear it as complaining
0: yeah and so I'm-
1: and so they they basically you get labeled as a as a whiner kind of at that point
2: yeah yep like uh, turn into one of the complacent ones yes right Uh, and i think
0: you you know like what we're trying to put out is we're just trying to be transparent with our work so you know what's going on you know how to respond we're being honest with the reporting because if we just give you fudge number data it's not gonna turn out the way you expect it to when when we actually go through and clean it up and then we're just being empathetic because we want to see everything succeed we we generally want what we're doing to be engaging and to fulfill what its intended purpose is. But whenever we get those three things and you just keep smashing it down and you just say like, you're in my office too much. You you talk too much about this. You're you're always bringing up old shit as what I've been told a bunch of times. Like, well, maybe it's because it needs to be addressed. Yeah, and, it needs to be fixed. And just ignoring the problem is not going to make it go away or just pawning off the problem to another NED that we have zero control over is not the fix. No, it is not.
1: Yep. To it though, that's how it all it all ends with tag you're it, and <laughs> and either and either you tag the next guy cuz you quit or or you're forced to tag the next guy because you were asked to move on. You know, whatever the situation is, but more often than not, I think it's people going. I've had it. I don't want to play this game no more. Tag you're it, and then on to the next thing, and the cycle continues.
0: <laughs> and voting with your feet, as we as you said.
1: <laughs> yep that's how, yep. that's what it is, man. That's how people that's how people vote anymore, right they They might try a couple of times to give some input, and if they get if they get dumped on both times or all times or whatever, they're just going to go, okay, well. I'm obviously not valued here, so let me go find some place that maybe does. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then like, Uh, like Shoreline said, well, what could we have done better? Ah, You don't care. (laughs) Uh, You're just doing it for, you're just doing it because HR is going to come ask you. You're (laughs) you're asking me.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Final thoughts, fellas. Um,
1: Well, with the hot seat or the tag, you're it. Just uh, if it's you who got tagged, uh, make the best of the situation. Um, I've been in bad situations and had to make the best of it. But most recent case, I I got handed a pretty, a pretty good, uh, pretty good spot. You know, everything was uh, working as it should. No real hiccups in the, in the system with the turnover. And, um, and now I'm just, just making things work uh, for me for how I just, you know, my own little isms, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. it can be uh, real challenging as you've heard, but it can also be very rewarding on the other end. Cause if you've came in and taken uh, a bad situation and turned it into a golden goose, um, executives high in the chain of command, they notice that. And then now you get labeled a, uh, a fixer, right? So they take you and they move you up in the chain a little bit. And they, they take you to all the problem sites and say, this guy, this person, this individual can take crap and make it gold. And so with that, you know, you get rewarded pretty good in those situations, but you more often than not are going to be taken over garbage, garbage uh, dumpster fires. And then trying to put those out and then turn it into a, like a Taj Mahal type thing. You know yep. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so just, just make the best of it what you can, but, but do the best you can. and. uh and it'll all it'll all even out in the back end.
2: For sure. Um once again, know your worth. And uh if, if if you're the guy getting called on, uh they see something that, you know, you have to offer. And if they see that and you feel like you're not uh that you're being taken advantage of and that your quote unquote grass is not getting watered, maybe some somewhere else is watering their grass. Yes, you know, maybe the grass right. is greener on the other side, or maybe
1: the maybe the grass isn't greener, but at least they turn their sprinklers on once every yeah. other day. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's just something better,
2: something,
0: right? right. So, some some water is better than none, right?
2: That's <laughs> a, right. It's a darker brown than like, yeah, oh, <laughs> it's not ashes. Yeah. It's uh, yeah.
0: Really. Uh, on that note, <laughs> thanks everybody. Bye everyone. Thanks. Bye. We'd like to take this time to thank our patrons for supporting our show and allowing us to continue to make episodes, maintain our gear, and create merch for all of our listeners with special thanks to Erica Lamont, Chris Hawkins, Ryan Freshour, Dan Schubert, Jenny Dignan, and the ladies of the Dick Talk and Mimosas podcast. Thank you all so much for your support and patronage. Visit our shop at cancelformayness.com and grab some swag to show off both your support for us and your prowess as an aircraft technician. If you have ideas for the show or you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit our contact us section and send us a line. We will do what we can to get your ideas or yourself on the show. You can also follow us on social media, such as on Facebook at cancel for maintenance, Instagram at kanks, that's C-A-N-X for maintenance podcast, or on Twitter at CXMX podcast. Check out some of our affiliates like Rockwell Time, where they make both rugged and classy watches to fit your lifestyle. Use the code CX4MX and save 10% off your purchase. Support us on Patreon. Our patrons get exclusive perks such as access to our Discord, discounts and early access to merch, special patron-only episodes, and so much more. Thank you again so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.